1: Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Oyt Jr. from the Community Church of God.
2: And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church.
1: Yesterday we were looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9 to 15. And if you missed it, you might want to grab your Bible and take a look at those verses. Kind of recap where we started with, Paul says, we are God's building. You are God's building. You are God's field. And, and we talked about and reiterated the fact again that we are God's building. It is not that building made out of wood or stone or whatever the church facility might be that you have. That is not the church. The people are the church. You are God's church. You are God's building. And Paul went on from there to talk about it is by the grace of God that he had laid a foundation as an expert builder. And we want to remind you again that The design of the building is God's. The design, the vision of the building is God's. The strengths that build the building is God's. The way to build the building is God's. It's all about God. It wasn't about Paul. And it's not about you. It's, It's about God's foundation. It's about God building the building. And that foundation being Jesus Christ. He's the only foundation for God's building. And he can be the only foundation for your life. And we used all kinds of examples yesterday about things people build their foundation on. And you can choose to build your foundation out of all sorts of things. But if you're going to have a life that lasts, if you're going to have, be a building that lasts, if you're going to have a life that's pleasing to God, if you're going to build your life, you need to have Jesus as the foundation of your life. It can't be any of the other things that you might try to build your life on. And fame. Power, all those kind of things. Money, possessions, all those things. People try to build their life on them. I knew a person, or I heard of a person that that my parents knew in the turndown in 2008, 2009. And I don't want to give away who it might be. Um, Lost everything, took his own life. Took it in a pretty spectacular way. Because his life had been built on those things, and he was about to lose them all. And because he was going to lose them, he was going to lose the foundation of his life. He, he saw no point to life, and so he took his own life. And that happened a lot back in 2008, 2009. You saw it in 1929 when people were literally jumping out of buildings when the stock market crashed. If you build your life on possessions and money, if they're gone, if they're somehow taken away from you, then now your foundation's gone. For some people, that means there's nothing to live for. If you build your life on fame, and somehow that fame is taken from you, and fame is very fleeting, and you see this with stars and athletes all the time, they take their own life because the fame is gone, the money's gone, those things are gone and now their foundation is gone there there's not a reason for them to live anymore and so you can build your life on all sorts of foundations but when the trials come the tribulations come and we talked about this yesterday if it's built on Jesus if it's built on a solid foundation you'll be able to take those things you if your life's built on Jesus and and there's a huge real estate downturn and you lose five houses You can, your foundation is solid and you can continue. If you lost your 401k and it turned into a 201k, people used to say, your life can continue because it's built on a foundation and that foundation being Jesus Christ. So I think people got a little bit of a wake up call in this country back, you know, 2008, 2009, because I think a lot of people thought, oh, real estate's always going to go up. My 401k is always going to go up. My stocks are always going to go up. All this stuff's always going to go up. And so, I'm okay. And then they found out that, you know what? Your real estate value in your house doesn't always go up. And your stocks don't always go up. And your 401k doesn't always go up. And you better have your life built on something other than those things, or else you're going to have a trouble one day. Mm-hmm. Troubles come.
2: And I was just thinking as you was talking, the, the scriptures just keep jumping out at me back to verse, verse 12. And he talks about the foundation. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or straw. So he says, okay, the foundation is Christ. But now, once a foundation is put up, if you're building a, a structure, now you got to put the other parts. So he says, build on the foundation. And I was just thinking as you were talking, there's a lot of people that have the foundation, which is Jesus. But the rest of the building material, they use was subpar i was just thinking how just recently a celebrity's killed himself and i know a couple years ago right here in our town a christian committed suicide so his foundation was in jesus christ but he wasn't careful how he allowed others to build on that foundation and that's what he's telling us here here for uh back to verse 11 for no other foundation can anyone lay that which is laid which is jesus christ now now if anyone builds on this foundation see that's the key if anyone builds on this foundation with these other materials verse 13 each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is and we know that we just talked the other day about if the electrician came in and he didn't use Jesus Christ-approved materials on the foundation. He used the cheap stuff because he was cutting corners. And then all of a sudden, a brand-new house has an electrical fire. We found out, oh, yeah, I had a good foundation, but I was cutting corners over here. You know, I had the outside, and we're like that as Christians. The outside looks real good, but it's the stuff that's inside that people don't see. What type of materials in here? That's not with God. He wants to work with you also on the inside out. He says, though the outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is be renewed day by day. Well we don't look at the things which are seen, but the things are unseen. And again, we like that outward appearance on Sunday to look real good. We all look churchy on Sunday. But when that day of fire come, we are gonna find out what other type of building materials was your foundation used to be built on. That's what he says right here in this verse right here, verse 13, each one's work or what they allow allowed to be built on, will become clear or evident. We're going to find out. When some trials and tribulations come in your life, we're going to find out what other kind of materials you used on this good foundation. And he trials
1: said, and tribulations are going to come.
2: Right, they're going to. Jesus said that. Don't, don't trip, they're going to come. In this world, you will have trials and tribulations. He said, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire. What's going to be revealed? What, what your house was built on? It's going to be revealed by fire. And the fire, look the trial, the test, the tribulation, the persecution will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone work which he has built on, oh, there it is, endures, he will receive a reward. That means, man, I had smoke detectors and every smoke detectors. I built my house with fire sprinklers, the whole nine in there, man. I didn't use no, I use quality electricians. I use quality drywall. I use quality fixtures on my whole house. And that's that's the way Jesus was built. Jesus didn't have any subpar parts. Jesus even made a bold declaration like this. He says, the evil one comes, but he has nothing in me. He he got nothing in me. That's why I tell people, get up. you got to put aside. The scripture tells us, lay aside some things. He says, lay aside every weight and every sin which so easily ensnares you and run with endurance the race that was set before you looking unto Jesus. You need to be started looking like Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Because if you don't do that, if you're not looking like Jesus and running your race with perseverance and endurance, something can happen to you. So we want to just make sure we're built up in the faith, constantly in Christ Jesus and looking like him because he's the role model. And he says, the evil one has nothing in me. He can come. Remember, he would always say, Satan, get behind me. And you got to lay aside some of those things like fornication, hatred, bitterness, those are the things he said, lay aside every weight in the sin. That's a weight and it's a sin. Because you ain't gonna look like Jesus carrying all that stuff. That that's considered subpar building materials. Hatred, bitterness, all that stuff he calls the work of the flesh before he talks about the fruit of the spirit in Galatians. Yeah, you a lot of Christians want to keep that. They want to keep that. That's just the way I was built. Just as they say it like this. That's just the way I am. Well, that ain't the way Jesus am. And you're supposed to be his property. Remember? GP, you're God's property now. He, he told you to tear all that stuff down, and, and he wants you built up like this. That's why he gave you the five-fold ministry, to to perfect those things which concern you or to build you up to look like him. And we don't want to do that. We want to stay like we are, but we and then we're going to keep getting the same results we got, if we stay like we are. But we got to be built up in him, and we got to put aside some stuff. We got to – David said that, Lord uh, – put in me a, a pure heart cleanse me and you have to ask God God reveal to me all of those areas I have not submitted to you search my heart reveal to me and the scripture even says this and this is what you got to do if you're building that house too but what, what they have the city coming in they have what inspectors <laughs> hey you can't pay the inspector off some people want to pay the inspector off they want to pay the pastor off to overlook that in, indiscretion no, the inspector's supposed to, that's us. We're the five-fold minute. We're supposed to inspect and make corrections in one's life, right? That's our job is to preach the gospel help build you up. So when we come and tell you something that's not in line with the scriptures, don't get offended. That, that's another subpar building material, offense. It's called offense. A lot of Christians walk around with it. They say, now you're mad at the pastor. You're mad at sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so. You're setting yourself up because that's not Christ-like.
1: See, and that's what all this has to do with us. Yeah. Because some people will read this and they'll say, well, you know, he's talking about people that are going to build on the church in Corinth. And so since I'm not going to be building on the church in Corinth. You are the church. Is, this is 2,000 years ago, and I'm not going to be coming along The church in Chico or the building, surrounding area. Building on that church, and I don't have to pay any attention to this. This is also talking about your own individual life. What are you going to build on in your life? How are you going to build your life? So you start off with with Jesus.
2: Firm foundation.
1: He's the foundation. Then I think it was yesterday we were talking about how easy it is to want to go back to the law. You know, you start out with grace, but then how easy it is to want to go back to the law. Well, so the now law we're comp- gonna we're gonna build on this foundation of Jesus, but we're gonna build on it with the law.
2: Well, now the law is subpar building material when it, when it comes
1: to Jesus, right? Compared so, to Jesus, because he's I grace. Mean, and this is why Paul has to get after the Galatians because they're building on. Now works (laughs) instead of grace. And so how easy it is, though, for Christians to want to build on something other than the word of God. We want to build on the law. We want to build on the rules. We want to build on whatever it might be. When what we need to be building our life on is the word of God. This is how you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Is you come to know what the word of God is. And then you subordinate your own life to it so i heard my whole life you say let's see what what am i oh you don't let people run over you you don't let people take advantage of you you don't let people treat you like that and there are people that they hear that their whole life that's what they hear from their parents from their friends from everybody you don't let that person talk to you like that you don't let them run over you like that and so now I'm going to build my life on vengeance is mine, saith Pastor Richard, instead of God's word, which is vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Repay no one evil for evil. Pray for those that despitefully use you. So I can build my life. The building materials I use might be something I've heard my whole life. Might Not, be, now
2: that's called a stronghold.
1: Might be something you heard from your parents your whole life. Another stronghold. Might be a brother or sister told you your whole life. Might be the kids you ran with told you your whole life might be the, what the newspapers told you your whole life. I mean, it could be something that people close to you have told you now, when you come to realize what the word of God says, do you now change from what you heard your whole life to it's substituted with the truth to what God now says? And if you're going to build your life so that it stands and can withstand the trials can withstand the tribulations it has got to be built on these good materials. It's got to be built on the word of God. It cannot be built on anything else.
2: Again, those uh, we can call those materials G, rated G, God, or grace, or just Jesus Christ. Keep using those Jesus Christ materials. And I'm reminded in Second Timothy, it says all scripture, we're going to say it like this, all the word of God, all, all, the, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's then it says, and it is profitable for for doctrine, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, that the man or woman of God may be thoroughly complete for every good work. So I can still use the word of God. I can use those. So basically all the God products that I use on building my house, they're good. They're gonna use I can use them for correcting. If I found out somebody brought some faulty materials in from from some stinking thinking from the past, okay, I gotta tear that down. And replace it with with, with this good stuff called the truth, which is God's word. Remember, we talked about things we learned coming up. Well, mom and them probably told us. No, now that become a stronghold. And the scripture tells us in Corinthians, casting down every thought, every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So if this belief system that was programmed in me before I got saved or came into the knowledge of the truth is once. It wants to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. He told me what to do with it. Tear it down. Don't use that on my house because it's subpar. It's faulty material. It's not going to jive in the kingdom of God, especially when the storms and the winds and the fires come. It ain't going to jive. So I need to build my house on the truth. And Jesus said, I am the truth, the way and the life. And you should know the truth. And it's going to set me free. So I got to keep on using God's stuff. And with God's stuff, there's that G factor that grace factor. I got to keep that in because the devil wants to use, here's another one of the devil's uh, building materials. It's called condemnation. Shame. He wants you to put some of that on your house. A lot of Christians walk around with that on their walls. They got a wall of shame up in their house. They got some condemnation. No, you need to get rid of it because you're a new creation now. You need to get rid of that stuff. And condemnation won't make your fate work. If you're condemned and shame and guilty, your faith is not going to work to the degree that God desires it to. Because you can't, you feel unworthy. You don't feel like you're up to the par. And I was just thinking of another scripture in Ephesians. It says, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. God, We're, we're his workmanship. So God says, okay, and God likes to call things that be not his they were. He likes to call you from your destined state and say, hey, this is who you are, Gideon. You, you got good you got good stock in you, Gideon.
1: Mighty warrior. Yeah,
2: you're a mighty warrior. Gideon over there shaking like a <laughs> leaf in the wind. I, I
1: always get the idea of Gideon's looking behind him going, who's God, he talking?
2: Who Ooh. is this who, who <laughs> cat talking to? Here we go with this cat. But, but, uh, we'll but check you know, it. Go you,
1: ahead. You know as, as you were talking there, mm-hmm. I, as, the Christian life is a planned life. The Christian life isn't a careless life. The Christian life is a planned life. Here's the key. The planner... The architect is God. It's not you. Sometimes we forget that. We think we got to plan our own life. God is the planner. God is the architect well, of our life.
2: Well, he already preordained and pre-purposed us for every good work. So he knows the plan he has for you. I tell people all the time, find out what your purpose is. And only one person knows your purpose. That's the one who created you. Connect with him. Scripture says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Draw near to God and find out what he created you for. In the scripture, say we were created for good works in Christ Jesus. So find out what God called you to do. Like I say, on the priestly side, you could be in the five-fold ministry. Or on the king's side, he probably called you to dominate in the, in the marketplace. But you're still going to advance the kingdom. You're still being used by God. Right. you're a Well, see, and that, right?
1: and, that, and that and that's key there, too, is that you can be used by God to advance the kingdom no matter what your job Here is. Here it is. <laughs> I I was. You're still an ambassador, right? Somebody said, "Does God only love preachers?" No, He loves everybody. Has God only called preachers? No, He's called everybody. Oh, business, and so you can be working anywhere, doing any job, and be called by God and be used by God. And people need to remember that God doesn't just love business leaders; He doesn't just love preachers. God calls everyone and has work for everyone and wants everyone to follow the design of their life that He has designed, that He has built. He is, once again, Christian life is a plan to life, but the planner is God.
2: The architect is God. I was just thinking as you were saying that too, in a corporation, there's no corporation that don't exist because they're in the business of making money or through their products or services. But there's not nobody that's on payroll that don't have an assignment, that don't have nothing to do. <laughs> so everybody in that company Regardless of how significant or insignificant it is, everybody has a role to play. Everybody has to do their part. And the Bible talks about that concerning us as the body of Christ. Every part of a physical body has a part. Well, you wouldn't need it. Well, when you're in the household of God, the body of Christ, you have a part too. And it could be, again, on the ministry side, the priest side, the fivefold ministry, because you don't know when God's go- God called you to ministry. Like you just said about Gideon, Gideon didn't know God was calling him to be a warrior, a mighty warrior. That's why he looked around. Who are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no, it's you, Gideon. Me? Oh, okay. I, I'm the one. He said, then God started speaking into him, calling him a mighty man of valor. He basically validated him. You validated Gideon. Now go get him. <laughs> I'm behind you, Gideon. I got your back, man. It's like the Verizon uh network. We got your back. Gideon must have saw something because he got up and went out there. Remember he started picking people and God said, you got too many for me, Gideon. Uh, let me, you got too many for me. Because here's the deal. That's why we declare we can do all things through Christ who strengthened us. Because me and God, Richard, we're a majority. Because God, if God be for me, who can be against me? But I want to just look at this this last scripture here. I don't think it's the last scripture. I think it's verse 14. Uh, 14 and, yeah, 14. If anyone's work which he has built on endures, he will receive a reward. That means you got the victory. You're going to get... Recompense, restoration, uh, uh, restitution. When you go through it, if you made it through this fire, if we do that in, in the automotive industry. We put in a car what's called a test dummy. And we find out, we rate that car on how well that test dummy came out. If he came out good, good, that car got a high rating of when it when it endures some adversity, an accident. So that's how we are. That's why he says, I desire that you be built up from the bottom up, have good materials on you because life's going to come. There's going to be some unexpected crashes in life. The stock market is one, one of them. 401K is going to now be 201 k's. So you have to be built up when those tough times come that it won't phase you. Nothing fazes you.
1: Right. See, and a lot of times when people read this, when they see rewards, I'm sure he's talking about there at some point receive your reward in heaven. But he's also talking about right, right here.
2: here. Right here, right now.
1: That... And that reward will be that you're able to stand. It should have killed
2: me. But right. Because but I would have some good building materials. I would right. have some good it stuff. It should have ruined my life, it, but it, it didn't. Richard, what I'm going through right now, man, the average person that hadn't been built up on these good materials, they'd been gone by now. They did something foolish. The devil was he trying to tell me that. Yeah, you might as well do this, that, and the other. But I have understanding. So cast that thought down, replace it with God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Keep acknowledging him and he'll what? Direct your path. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So now I don't just let anything. The devil just influence my thought life with anything. If it ain't the word of God, I don't want it. I'm going to feed on that. Remember, feed your faith and starve your doubt. Keep building with good quality, Jesus Christ, grace rated materials, and you'll have the victory.
1: And it's the word of God. That's it. it (laughs) but once again and we've talked about you know we talked earlier about the foundation people want to build their life on a foundation of other things you can build your life the rest of your life on other materials once again to go back to fame and power and wealth and possessions and all you can try to build your life on those things too you can try to build your life and it would probably be a miserable life but i know people that tried it you can build your life on anger I mean, you can build your life on... All you can think about are the people that have done you wrong and how angry you are at them. You can build your life on all sorts of things like that. And it's just not going to work. When the time comes, your life won't be able to stand. We have got to build our life on the Word of God. You can build your life on getting even. But what does Jesus say? He says, pray for those that despitefully use you. You can get... Get build your life on revenge. Jesus said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. We can build our life on all sorts of different things, but the reality is that the only life that's going to be able to to last, to stand against the storms, is the one that's built on the foundation of Jesus and then built on the word of God all the way to the top.
2: And now we got the revelation of why Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. Actually, Jesus said, it is written, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. And guess who he was saying that to? When he was in the wilderness being tempted by the old tempter, Satan, he kept on declaring, it is written, it is written. And He said it is written. Man should not live by bread alone, but by what, Richard? Every word.
1: See, and here's the thing. If the devil's going to come and try and tempt Jesus, what do you think the odds are he's going to try and tempt you? Oh, he
2: ain't going to come against me, Richard, because I ain't like Jesus. Yes, I am. (laughs)
1: I'm an image. Imitate Christ. But I mean, people if people just stop for 1 second and think, if the devil is going to try and tempt Jesus, what's he going to try and do with us? Well,
2: and not just tempt, I tempt them to tear him down. To to to, to abandon his headship. His authority. You trying to
1: tell me that the devil hates people?
2: Yeah, he hates especially Christians, people that pledge allegiance to You trying to tell God. me he came to steal, steal, and <laughs> destroy? Steal, well, according kill, to the destroy? word of truth, that's what the word of truth. That's what the constitution, the Bible said. Watch out for that old serpent called the devil because he comes to steal, kill the destroy It says also he was a liar and the father of him also said he was the accuser of the brethren. He accuses the church day and night. That's not a building it's you.
1: And so when <laughs> the, when he comes, when temptations come, when these things come, we better have our life built on good foundation and good building material. Well,
2: and, and you know what, Richard, as we're talking, you know, some of that building material is referred to as the whole armor. We talked about it on this broadcast. Oh, yeah. That's some of that building material. You got to have the whole armor of God on that you may be able to to withstand in an evil day. Well, we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith or words. And uh, we hope this broadcast has been a blessing for you. We want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith.